everybody, and welcome to another week of board shenanigans. As always, I'm joined by the venerable Reverend Ryan Brewer, a man whose standards are too high to listen to Cody fail. Yes, and I am joined by Cody James, a man whose face can only be described as plungeable. Indeed. Well, we have a rip-roaring show ready for you this week. Hey, Brewer, anything wonderful and or exciting happened to you? Nope! Alright, well, thanks for joining us this week. Brewer, do you have any good words to leave our illustrious listening audience with? Um, in fact, I do, Cody Jeems. Uh, this door's locked. Move on to the next one. Amen. Good God, what are you doing? Put that down! Try something with more protein. I always use bspodcast.us or facebook.com slash board shenanigans or on our iTunes feed. Also, Stitcher. Now, why did I have my top off for this? Record. Oh. All right. Checking levels, not too bad. My levels are right. fantastic, as always. Oh, yes. Well, I walk in the garden of your perfection and all. No, oh, well, yes, you know. I don't like to think of it as a garden. It's more of a plaza. A plaza of <laughs> oh, perfection. By, a forum of perfection, free. as it were. <laughs> uh, oh, which, uh... Did it? Did I just happen to catch you five days in a row, and like, or was it one of those like it happened to be a couple days, and then it just was like, fuck it, I'm gonna see who's gonna leave me a message every day? Did you do that? Oh, what that that, that you were doing on to me? your voicemail? Yeah, you know, it was like, oh, there's Cody left me a message. I should listen to that. A day went by, and they're like, oh look, it looks appears Cody left me another message. <laughs> it was like two that were unrelated, and then I like the third one. I Which was actually, like, I haven't listened to the third one yet. I don't think. <laughs> Maybe I did. Yeah, I, think I did. I, left you, I think I left you five in a row. I'm pretty sure I left you one every day this week. I feel like I did. I I think it was only three. Oh, yeah. I know I called you like three days in a row, like twice. Like I know it was like some time, some of it was legitimate information, and the rest of it was like, well, I said I was gonna, so now I'm going to. Yeah, yeah, that was, it, it. It brightened my afternoon one day. Well, that's, I'm glad that I can give you bright afternoons. Oh boy, do you give me a bright afternoon? <laughs> in fact, I, the, the last afternoon brightness I've ever received, <laughs> I was at a, a little massage parlor. <laughs> But that's that's a story for another occasion. <laughs> well, I'm glad that there's that. Okay, anyway, I guess back to the task at hand. It's like the most paper-thin premise ever. So, um, tchotchkes, knickknacks, paddywax, yeah. finding dogs' bones. What are we What are we collecting here? Um, I I don't know. Just why don't you just Google tchotchkes? Tchotchkes is too hard to spell, but I'll Well, try. don't accidentally type in Chachi's. Why is Chachi famous? What did he do? When he was on the Happy Days. He had a spinoff. Okay, but... Like, back when spinoffs weren't spinoffs. Back when spinoffs were just offs. Or, or were spinoffs, or... He was either, like, the first spinoff, or, like, in the land of spinoffs. I can't remember which, when, like, every show needed a spinoff. He... Actually, weren't all shows Jesus. spun off of other shows back then? Or, like, weren't they all in a one shared so. show universe? Why can't we do I, I that think, nowadays? I think, I think that all I think that all shows were uh, initially, like, we came from the one show. It's like an Adam and Eve scenario, I think. <laughs> They're or all inbred? Like, well, that or, like, the primordial ooze of, of, like, there was just the one. Every, everything, I don't know, what was the original sitcom? Was it, was it, uh... Leave it know, to Beaver. 
I don't know. <laughs> oh, yes. And, oh, yes, as I love Lucy crawled out of the primordial ooze that was Leave it to Beaver to slowly evolve, to slowly evolve into Laverne and Shirley and Mork and Mindy. And then, and then as it, time progressed, it, it begat Happy Days, and Happy Days begat Joni Loves Chachi, which I thought was Scott Bakula, not Scott Bayo. Two different people. They are. Yeah. You know, when you get your quantum leaps and your well, it's like, happy days. And your sliders. And your... Yeah, yeah. That. Oh, he was, in, he was in Charles in Charge, too. Okay. I'm gl- that helps, I guess. I'm glad to know Charles was in charge. He also had diagnosis murder. I mean, really, really, what it comes down to is, like, what, so why is he famous other than I that? thought he was I a mean, director. Well, let's just go pull up his IMDb page and see what masterworks he has done. Well, let's see. We have, not counting his vast filmography and uh, televisionography in which he has participated, he has created such, such gems as an acclaimed episode of The New Lassie in 91, uh, the, the new Lassie, not, not compared to the old Lassie. No, 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 this was the new Lassie. He also directed 36 episodes of Charles in Charge while he was the tit- titular character, which that just, to the man... So he was prowess, literally in charge? He was. He was in charge on two levels. Like, that, I mean, truly, truly he what was. was what was Charles man. actually in charge of? I don't... Um, Of our days and our nights. Charles in Charge... I, I don't remember any more of the theme song. I, Would you like me to look up the theme song? I didn't song know there was a theme song. Well, it was an 80s sitcom. There's always a theme song. Oh, and it started off with like, boom, right? Yeah, it's like, I don't remember all of it, but it's like, Charles in charge of our days and our nights. Charles in charge of our wrongs and our rights. Not he plays God, but God's well, name is Charles. Well, yeah, he's like trying Charles to Christ. Maybe he's like on va- I think like the premise of the show was Christ was on vacation for a while and he just decided like oh, Charles is a good incognito name like who who would suspect a guy named Chuck? I I think we might have just wrote a better show than whatever this was. I, I well <laughs> well let's look up what the premise of Charles and Charles <laughs> okay. was and like we can we can see for ourselves. Uh. <laughs> It's like the pr- I just want the like the fucking blurb. I don't want the good lord. This is like baby's got back level of fucking Wikipedia page. Uh, are, are you telling me there's a lot of junk in the trunk of this pe- Wikipedia page? Uh, apparently, um, he was a babysitter for these people's three kids, and hijinks ensued. And then there's like <laughs> breakdown. This went for five fucking seasons. So it's like the oh, nanny, was- but. Y- yeah, but, with a better but, accent. Uh, sure, and actually, I question that. And like, how did this go for five years? Well, the kids oh, would have grown like up this... and not needed a babysitter. Well, was it that dark of a time in America where, like, <laughs> like apparently, like the cast all changed at a point? Oh, there's like two sets of cast. Like the... <laughs> <laughs> like, hold on, hold on. Like now I'm now I'm sucking down the rabbit hole here. Like, 
Okay, so apparently it was like the first family, and then they just and then they just pulled up. Like the first family, as oh. in like the president's family? No, 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 no. Like the the initial family in which Charles was in charge of, I guess. Yes. Um, and then they and then they were like, "Oh no, we need you over here." And like in '87, they drafted a whole new crop of kids for him to uh, be in charge of. Be in charge of. <laughs> I guess his first rule was so successful. And those those kids went on to do such amazing things that they they got more. Oh well, but he was huh. still Charles, and he was still in charge. He was, so he was in charge five fucking years. This is the stupidest premise for a show ever. So, so like what? Like someone would spill their soda, and he would have to like spank I, them and make them get a paper towel and clean it up. What? I guess he's like a fucking male nanny and a manny. He a manny, and he freaking keeps order in the house like with with his iron rule like what does he do does he does he force them to build pyramids in his honor i mean well it was it was the 80s so i mean maybe he was making them tear down that wall i don't know or make him a cocktail that too uh, and by cocktail i mean cocaine lines <laughs> and apparently they released it on a three disc set with like on a blu-ray three disc set and it was so poorly received that they never released a further season after the first season <laughs> <laughs> and here we are like please release the drew carey show no, no, well, we can't do that, because there's more Charles in charge out there that's, that's got to come out of the pipeline. Apparently, Charles is in charge of what gets released, just not who buys it. Huh. Well. In a twist of fate, we're in charge of Charles. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. I was unaware that... I mean, I know it was the 80s and shit, but God, five years of that? And Serenity, or fucking Firefly went for a year, and there was five years of this crap? Uh. The the problem was no one was in charge in in, in Serenity and, and in Firefly. <laughs> well, while in this one, I think it was pretty clear that Mal was in charge. You know, I would actually like to see this. I don't even know if we're recording this show now. It's like I would like to see Mal in charge instead of so, instead of Charles, <laughs> just to see, like, to watch see him that. take care of children. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think that'd be amazing? Yes, I would only watch one episode of that. Like, don't you think that that had to be, like, an an idea for season two? Like, where somebody's, like, kid, he had to babysit, like, just watch the kid and, like, we're gonna steal this stuff, but they know who you are. So So you have have to to watch our child. I mean, some you have, paper wa- you have to watch grimace. our three children, the two twins and the <laughs> and the, and the boy. And there's like the twins that like one's the rebel, the other one's the the bookish nerd. Like they're so opposite of one another. Yeah, but they put on each other's <laughs> clothes one day, and <laughs> and they'll trade places because little Allison doesn't want to go on the field trip. She wants to go to the water park with the honor students. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know how we got here. I just that happened. Mal in charge. <laughs> I don't even. I feel. I don't even know. I'm trying to picture this, but I don't know if my imagination has that reach. <laughs> I don't think you're. I think I think you have like a does, does he end up like organizing block. the children into like some sort of <laughs> into some sort of rebellion? 
Either that, or he teaches them how to go pickpocket people. I can see that. The, 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 battle, like, the battle of Sordidity Sandbox? Like, <laughs> well, oh, just, yeah, I yeah I'm like, assuming that's what it is. He 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 whips the, the, the downtrodden children uh, of the playground in, into shape, and they rebel against the bullies of the swing set and monkey bars. I can see that. And, and they take back their teeter-totters. With hurtful yeah, language and, truly, and guerrilla tactics. Yes, and truly the rebellion was squat, or the tw- truly, truly justice reigned that day. It turns out one of the kids actually wasn't a kid. He was just a midget and was 46 years old. <laughs> um, Trying to steal well, and the then child you know, and then you know of that, a rich... And you know they'd shoehorn that scene where there's, like, Nara like, holding the kid, and, like, they'd have that weird, like, wow, she would make a good mother one day sort of thing going on, like that, you know, will they or won't they sort of deal. That they, oh, of course. Like, you know they were... You know they were going to do that for, like, 15 seasons if the show allowed it. But, and, and, I'm, and I'm sure, you know, Kaylee would be accused of being a child just like them, and Wash would get thrown up on. Well, how would they throw up on a dead person? Well, this is... St- or I guess are we assuming that the show happened and Serenity did Well, yeah, I thought that's what you were talking about. This was season two. Oh, yeah, yeah I guess that is true. <laughs> we need logic and structure in this scenario. <laughs> Firefly, season two, drastic 80s redo, and it's got like the doo 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 Take my love, take my... They make it all like 80s pop riff. <laughs> Uh, so like, all right. So uh, are are you saying we're gonna get like chachis of chachki, or or, or the other way around? Perhaps chachis of chachki. Is that what we're looking for? We are. That was the long way around the barn to get to that joke. But yes, yes, we are. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, chachi. What what happens if you just type in chachi chachkis? Uh, I don't know. Dance for me, Google monkey dance. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Um, I, I think Dance well, with Google ca- Monkey is probably going to be a name of an episode. We just released Why are, What Are We Scissoring, so... We have Chachi Chachi, which apparently is Chachi Gonzalez's Instagram page, which I don't care about. I, I don't know uh, who that Chachi is either. No. Well, then, why don't you type in Scott... What, what was he? Scott Scott Brown? Scott... Scott... Blau... Bacula, I think. No, no, that's, no. The, that's the other Rio. one. <laughs> Here they go again. <laughs> Well, now, see, that could be an episode of Chachi traveling through time. Is he is he still Jesus in this kind of, <laughs> yeah, of scenario? He's time-traveling Jesus Chachi, and he's in charge, but not of where he leaps. What the fuck? Oh, apparently he's like a hardcore Jesus. So he is in charge. You can't just leave it at hardcore huh. Jesus. That's something completely different. <laughs> Please, Please that. He's like a hardcore Christian who is like vehemently supporting Trump. I was unaware of this. And his opinion matters? <laughs> Apparently, because whenever you were in such gyms as Charles in Charge and Jody Loves Chachi and Detective Murder Show or whatever. Um, Not Detective Murder Show! Uh, diagnosis murder. Whenever you were in such, like, old lady TV land classics as that, oh. your opinion really matters on politics. Well, I mean, are old ladies Trump's oh, demographic? Oh, apparently we also have, uh, Scott Bayo is 45 and single for the reality show, which was followed by Scott Bayo's 46 and pregnant. What? <laughs> Do I need to look this up, too? God. <laughs> is this gonna be Scott Bayo cast? <laughs> Apparently, we already have <laughs> seventeen minutes of Scott Bayo. 
This is the most anybody's ever talked about him <laughs> since Happy Days. <laughs> it focuses on his wife as she copes with the realization of becoming of him becoming a first time father at the age of forty six. Oh well, of course. Well, woohoo! But luckily, he's in that charge. Nine. That went for nine episodes. God, there is no fucking. Hey, at least it go for nine so years. Uh, but but see, okay. Cody, don't worry. The reason why it only went for nine episodes was because he he knows how to raise children. He's Charles in charge. <laughs> I've got I've got years of experience of doing. How this. much do you want to bet that that was in the intro to the show? Watch as Charles in charge is in charge of children in real life. I'm gonna hope it is because if you make me watch the intro to that show and that's not in it, I'm going to be furious at you. <laughs> before you so do, just... before you watch it, send it to me. We'll watch it together. Oh fucking god! There's no. Do you want the 45 and single or the 46 and pregnant? Well, I mean, I feel we need one or the other so we can... Oh. So we can compare the two. Because he's going to be... Because in the 45 and single one, it's going to be like, Look as Chachi finds his Jody. Oh, this is like a promo for it. This is not what I want. That's close enough, if nothing else. <laughs> it's four minutes of it. I don't want four minutes of this. I just want like the 30 second snippet. Apparently this is what he does. Is like, Himself? Well, it, then he does, there's another one that's like Thor- Celebrity or Scott Baio's boot camp or something. So he literally is in charge of everything. I am so confused about this man's career. <laughs> Oh, oh, I think here's the two hooked together. Okay. Yay. Let's do it. Oh, my God. Hey, you want to record a podcast? Yeah, sure. Let's look up old, outdated, irrelevant actors from ancillary 80s TV shows. That's what people tune in to hear. I I mean, we're tuning in, aren't we? We are. I'm ready, whatever you want. Okay, let's go. My name is Scott (laughs) Bay. If you don't know who I am, that's fine. Your parents do. <laughs> I was many years ago. And they would tell you that I used to be the something music. of a ladies' man. Then one day I woke up and realized I'm 45 and still single. I want to figure out why I've never been married. And oh, what my it fear never is. is. Oh, no. Last season, I took a doctor, an entourage, several awkward reunions with ex girlfriends, and a great girl named Renee. Oh, my God. Help me make Okay. Yes. You know, whenever there's like a trailer to a movie, and in the first like ten seconds, you've like checked out in every way, and you're like, "Oh, okay, I don't give two fucks at all about that." Like, I just, I don't care. This was that, and it kept going. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I didn't care, and I still don't. In fact, I physically, I'm just gonna put on something. Not related to Scott Baio for a moment. <laughs> oh, what are you going to put on? That's not Scott Baio. Scott Baio is love. Scott Baio is life. Anything. <laughs> it's the fucking... Oh. Well, I mean, I feel we learned everything about, like, the show in that in that trailer. Like, I mean, the, all the, the important points were there. Like, what's the point of you watching the show after that? What was the point of the show being created before that? I, well, he says it right in there. He's looking to find money. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Oh, my lord. That was yes. physically hurt. Did that not, like, 
God damn. You know, I, I just loved the soundtrack. Yeah, if anything said this was from an, a guy who was popular in the <laughs> 80s, that that did. So, who was like, who was his main competitor as sex symbol of the day? Was it Paunch from fucking Chips? Sure. They seem like almost the same person. They have the same hair. Wait, have you ever seen him in a room together? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> would you want to be in that room? No, I would never want to be in that room. I just What don't room care. would you want to be in less than that room? Maybe with like Komodo dragons with a bad temperature with a bad, with a bad yes, temperature with a bad tem- like yeah, Komodo yes, dragons. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, so dragon they're like, oh, they're- bring me some juice. <laughs> oh, I need a tissue. <laughs> I can't reach the remote. Needy Komodo dragons would definitely be my least favorite. Um. <laughs> I feel it has to be put somewhere. We might as well just keep doing the show at this point. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> well, like I said, we have it. like 20 minutes of Scott Pam. Okay, we have the What are you going to try to put on to try to get the, the bail out? Uh, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> what is the grundle like... that can destroy... Or the, the grundle <laughs> What is the Grindle that can destroy the <laughs> Bayo? Sl- that can slay the Bayo? Um, yes. Oh, God, I don't know. Uh, well, hell, I guess I could do... I guess... I don't know. I can try to think of something that easy. Well, that, I thought that was Scott Bayo. Yeah, that was... Uh, that that was not it. Hmm. Well, I just bet he was easy. Yeah, that, that, that is true as well. Sweet God, man. I, I'm still, like, reeling from that. <laughs> Like, that's those yes. levels of movie, like, you know what, like, a movie trailer, like, Netflix did this to me the other day, because they've got all, like, their proprietary shows now, which is cool that they've, I mean, they're, they have some good shit on there, they really do, but one of them was, like, I don't know, some, like, 70s dance, like, I, I just want to be a dancer, and my, and my environment's keeping me down, and believe in the music sort of like that kind of thing that I just don't care about and it was like a 4 minute trailer after after the what we were watching ended and it just like and you could make it stop. stop it wouldn't stop <laughs> it just like okay I get it like the kid wants to like the kids with the crime and the but wants to dance but this is the I get it I've heard this story that's great I'm glad that somebody believed in this awesome please stop is Josh Revolta in it no well, then I, I don't think, care like, not I think, like, Nos produced it or something, so... Like the energy drink? No, like the rapper. Oh. You're thinking of Nos NOS. This is Nos, like, NAS. Does it, I didn't know there was a the rapper. I just didn't know there was rappers at all, really. <laughs> I thought rap, rappers go on presents. They don't go in music. Uh, yeah, I mean... Wait, 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 wait. So why do people like Snoop Dogg? I thought he was just really creative with present giving. <laughs> you know... Like, wait, I, I completely misunderstood the concept. Yeah, I, I thought Eminem just was his signature, uh, you know, present. No! No! <laughs> Next thing you're going to tell me that rhythm and blues music has neither rhythm nor blues in it. The only blue part I feel of rhythm and blues is me, because I'm sad that this is playing. 
Well, it's the same way with like alternative. What's alternative about alternative rock anymore? It's not. There's nothing remotely alternative about it. It's the same crap. Well, it's on an alternative station. Boo! You could be listening to you know KZ four fifty five, home of the rock, or you could be listening <laughs> to, to, to you know RPX one oh nine, rock in the house. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you know, like what one hundred two point five Gregorian chant channel because that's what people come. It's it's would, alternative to the rock. Would that be funny though if like there was that channel? You're just like because of all the random music there could be. I mean, because there's polka channels and stuff like that. But you go through and it's like Gregorian chant, like the whole like thing. And that was this week's segment of strange noises with Cody Jeeves. Well, okay, you do a Gregorian chant. No! I challenge you to do a better one. I, I just said I could do a better one. I'm just glad you made the noise. You've called me out on it, like the audience oh, okay. demands. Well, well, it's both Gregorian chant. All right, okay. fine. <laughs> All hail the Hypnotoad. <laughs> I'm gonna actually hold on. Let me see if I can find it now. Because there was this really cool thing that they did. Well, like it was a Gregorian chant, and they synced it up with a Black Sabbath. I'm gonna see if I can find it now. I feel we might have got our Gregorian chants confused with didgeridoos. <laughs> you know that that's that's a fair that's a fair thing. Wait, are you telling me Gregorian books aren't Australians? Uh, I found an opera version of War Pigs. That's kind of cool. Okay. It's like uh, Italian opera. Not exactly what I was looking for, but... I'll take that. Uh, Good chanty, enough. Chanting monks at Aussie. Maybe this. <laughs> Maybe they're just heckling him. Maybe he's just like trying to get, get his, his newspaper and they're like, Hey! We're monks and we can't take it anymore. Okay, I would propose that. I, I think we need more black metal synced up with fucking Gregorian chants. Okay, let's do it. Well, let's... Okay, what what random what random genres would you like mixed together? Well, I particularly would like to hear uh, uh, techno bluegrass. Ah, see, I thought for sure you were going to go with Calypso and Country. No, no, no. See, I, I much prefer my Calypso music uh, mi- mixed with my hair bands. See, I would be into, like, flamenco punk rock. Oh, flamenco punk rock? You, you think so? Because <laughs> you'd have that, like, ding, 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 <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. I'd kind of get into that, <laughs> Learn something about myself just now. <laughs> you don't want to hear dubstep patriotic tunes? I'd like to hear my I'd like to hear dubstep big band. Ah, because as we've established multiple times, we are the expert on big band. Oh, we are in fact. Maybe this is a stall for time episode. We'll get to find out at the end. We will. I feel it might be because it seems to fit the fit the uh, motif of a stall for time episode where it's highly experimental. No, re- and- no, yeah, no real structure whatsoever. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely that. It's almost as if we just started recording and talking and didn't think about it at all. Exactly. Unlike the rigorous structure we normally exhibit. Here it's also like Shining. we were trying to recreate a conversation we had because it was funny, but then real that only happened 30 seconds prior but got bored of the concept of that 
<laughs> it got lost down a whole other rat's nest of things that, frankly, I, we just needed to get lost down. Yeah, I mean, we, we literally, like, you know, played connect the dots there. <laughs> Somehow from Chachi. Well, we got back to Chachi eventually, luckily. I Luckily? Luckily? Is that a luckily thing? I don't know. Uh, I feel I should edit that out and put a new word in there. We got back to Chachi. happily. <laughs> Destructively. <laughs> As we attacked our way back to Chachi, just just throw adverbs at it. See what <laughs> throw happens. Throw adverbs at Okay. Um, uh, c- c- quickly. Um, uh, moistly. Uh, roundly. <laughs> firely. <laughs> bullheadedly. <laughs> Stodgely. Ah, clumsily, begrudgingly, <laughs> entirely, financially. Com- comfortability. That's not really a- <laughs> Jaggedly, <laughs> kind-heartedly, <laughs> Middle- medievally. Texturedly. <laughs> Questionably. <laughs> uh, spiritually. Sexually. <laughs> emotionally. <laughs> Painfully, paradoxically, uh, <laughs> resurgently. <laughs> oh, well, sir, that's quite a file of adjectives we've accumulated here in the last few moments. I think it is, in fact. <laughs> Why, it was quite wistfully these adjectives appeared. It was quite appropriately that they appeared. Oh, I, I think so. I think it was quite u- usefully. Use- There's not really one. Well, its intention was quite harmoniously. Mm. That's right. I just miscon- I just made that one work. Indeed. Oh, my God. Dilly. Indeed. Indeedily. <laughs> oh, wasn't that a zestfully, zanily done bit? I thought it was quite humorlessly done. It was quite humorlessly indeed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there was no humor to be found for miles. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> People have been looking for that oasis to humor through this doldrum desert of our podcast for years. And they finally <laughs> found the center. <laughs> surely, surely there's something funny that's going to happen. Nope. Nope. S- S- Scott Bayo and adjectives. That's, that's all we got. That's what we got for you this week. <laughs> In fact, it was Scott Bayoli. <laughs> Ah, uh, he was in charge of telling us how to do that. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes. Oh, uh, Yes. Something yes. completely not related to any of that. Um, I did not think the Joker was that bad in Suicide Squad. I actually kind of liked it. Oh, I, are uh, we I, back I was, on this? I was sure. <laughs> I, well, is there something more important that you'd like to talk about? Well, let's see. Uh, we got Scott Bale off the list. We got <laughs> we got we got mix mix and match music styles. Um, I know previously, you know, we've we've talked about Chairland. Uh, we had some Quantum Leap in here earlier, so I think yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> Okay, so I actually, because this is a semi, sort of a rebuttal, I suppose, but I actually liked him. I thought he, I thought he did a, it was different. He didn't remind you of Nixon? There was one thing he said, or that's all I could see. He he had like one line where he was talking. It was like whenever they were in the strip club, but I don't remember what he said. That's what I saw too, yeah. Like, yeah, but like, what? I don't remember. It was like, all I could think of was, I am not a crook. <laughs> like, I know, right? you know there, there was, there was one. 
villain in there that was for sure Nixon. But honestly, I liked him. I thought he was good. I Like I said, it was a different take on him, but I kind of dug it. I thought it was fun. Um, Did it also remind you I a bit like, of Time Crisis, though? Um, you know, just kind of, you know, on rails, down corridors, waiting for things to pop out at you? I, the best way that I can describe it is I really liked Joker and Harley in that movie. I really liked them and could have used a lot more of them. Um, I hate, hate, hate Will Smith as Deadshot. I really did not well, understand how do you feel about Will one. Smith in general? He's like Nicolas Cage or Keanu Reeves. If you kind of put him in the right thing, he's okay. But when he's not in but West Philadelphia, I, it's he's not the guy you're looking for? Well, Will Smith was really good in Ollie. Or, like, is ponderous and horrible as I think fucking uh, that goddamn, like, I... Or uh, Independence Day is he was the best part of it. I liked him in iRobot. He was, you know, he has his moments where he's okay, but it was it's not fucking Deadshot. <laughs> um, I really that was honestly my biggest complaint about the movie oh. that, and then it's like here's a character, and we don't. It's like there was there was too many characters, and they didn't give enough on any of them. Like I really didn't like the way they took Croc because he was just I'm the big monster. That's what I'm here for. Just clocking in to do that. Um, I didn't really like him like the way they did him because he could have he's such an interesting character that they ignored um there's a chick with a sword that her husband's in that's here yep uh <laughs> yeah you know it was like yeah she's here uh the the guy that was set up to die yeah oh I totally saw that <laughs> yeah yeah like, you, you're talking about um oh what's his name yeah you know uh, icp uh, right slip, slippy yeah something like yeah, that yeah yeah I, I it was yeah. some crappy band name i can't remember what yeah yeah mud vein or something yeah, yeah. um but I, I don't know like wasn't that just like did you i mean i warned you of that but did you like literally see that you're like ugh oh yeah totally like this guy was late yeah he's gonna and then it was after we made the biggest deal in the world about how like i control you i can kill you at a moment's notice and then yeah he's that's the one that dies um i don't know there was there was parts i really liked about it but i think there was too many characters for them to give a chance i and okay was it just me or was the enchantress so much cooler looking before she like took her final form or whatever and like turned into the white chick was she like 10,000 times cooler looking uh, and by cooler looking you mean sexier I, let, let's all be honest uh, I just thought she was cooler she, she just looked cooler made out of like made out of smoke or whatever yeah and like creepier and like this is what an extra dimensional witch would look like not like I will I had and why does she have an English accent oh because she's Where did Tomb Raider that come from she, she's Laura Croft like, come on uh, but I mean didn't you get that right <laughs> this is what all British archaeologists wear <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of there was things I liked about it, but it was it felt clunky to me. It was a popcorn flick. It was it had parts that I liked. Um, but you were your whole point last week of goddamn either tell a simple story or pull some of the pull some of the extraneous shit out of it and tell a complex story. It, one or the other, because this one had a lot of oh hey here's this guy and this forbidden romance and then here's this guy and like oh, I'm an Australian. I throw things. And oh, I we're back. Guys, we're bad guys. Don't you remember we're bad guys? Hey guys, we're bad guys. Hey, and I just you know there's guys, my... and then there's good guys, and there's bad guys. And there's girls too, but they're not important right now. So, but there's ba- except for that one because she's got tits and, and and shorts. But but see, we're bad because we're bad, right? Bad. You remember bad? I'm so it's like, bad. It's like mean. I just want to take bad. care of my daughter and make sure that her her cocaine-addled mother is is treating her right. But but I'm a bad guy. Let me tell you how bad I am. I'm bad. I'm, I'm um, like bad, bad Leroy Brown. In fact, I'm the baddest. 
man of the whole damn town. I mean, you don't tug on you don't tug on Deadshot's cape. You don't spit into the wind. <laughs> I mean, like God, I Diablo was awesome though. Like, he was he, that, yeah, he was the, the best one. I it think was, it was one of those movies where it was like hard to hate on it because there was a lot of shit I liked about it. But man, I, I guess here's my point, and maybe maybe and then I'll, then I'll fuck off with Suicide Squad shit. I think Guardians of the Galaxy is one of the best examples of here's people that you're not familiar with at all if if maybe maybe slightly but you're not really that familiar with and it was written in a way where you could figure out who they are and care about them and still keep it lighthearted they they, now, they showed not told oh god was there a lot of telling in this movie now i like the big shadow government thing but i saw it coming um the you know the basically what became the villain was okay i kind of saw that really but like the shit that i liked the most in it i thought there was this i just i don't know there was a lot of things where i thought they could have improved i think if they had cut out characters and maybe focused more on other on things happening it would have been a more concise movie and much more enjoyable i think we could have done without some of the people in that movie because they didn't add anything yeah um but like like i said i didn't the chick that played harley i thought did a good job as harley i thought she did a pretty good job as being harley i i didn't really Other think the fucking accent. daisy I, I didn't really think the daisy dukes were necessary um but whatever like we have to have something to get 13 year old boys to watch this movie so that's it um but all in all like i liked it but there was a lot of holes in it i thought um i didn't think there was any necessity for there to be an, an enchantress's brother or whatever yeah, I thought that was... I didn't think that needed to be in there. Um, I, you know, I feel... I, and, and then I'll fuck off. I feel that, from what I know of Charles in Charge... <laughs> I feel I would dislike... I dislike this movie for similar reasons. Like, it's like... And then hijinks ensue, you know? Oh, yeah. I think that was my biggest complaint about the movie. Was... I assumed wrongly, like not knowing going in, I assumed, oh, we're up against, I thought, my in my head, oh my god, this is the worst threat the world's ever seen. I mean, going by this storyline, you know, bat, you know, Batman's busy, Superman's dead, Flash is jacking it and doesn't have time, like, oh god, this is, like, we've never been so fucked, these are the most ruthless villains, like, the yes. Earth has ever faced. So we need to get even more ruthless villains to fight them. Instead of, well, here's these groups of people. Quick, what do we have them fight? I felt like have them fight themselves. Like, they'll learn that the real enemy is what is not on the inside, but, like, friendship's important or whatever. I don't know. I just... And there was just so much of that, because it's like, here's Katana. Like, Katana's the best example in that movie to me. Here's Katana. Her husband's in her sword. Why is she wearing the goofy mask? Where did she come from? Why was she killing that guy? Oh, now there's this. Like, yay! Things! Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But... Really, my like I said, I liked it. It was fun. It was fun for what it was. There have been far worse superhero movies. I, I, I three and a half out of five or so. I mean, that, that's I'll probably watch it again. I enjoyed the parts of it. I enjoyed. My biggest complaint was Will Smith as Deadshot. No, didn't like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Uh, uh, I give it a. Uh. <laughs> it was. 
it was much, much better than Batman vs. Superman. I can imagine. I actually, I actually think it's probably one of the better DC films there's been, because I really didn't like the, I, I really haven't liked many of them lately. Like, I didn't like the Superman movies, either one of them. Um, I mean, the last DC movies I liked was Chris Nolan's Batmans. So, you know, like, the best part of Batman vs. Superman was Wonder Woman was in it. Now she's getting her whole movie, her own movie, and all I'm thinking is, please don't fuck this up. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, from what I hear, DC's doing better on on television. But yeah, well, yes, I like like I said, I liked Arrow a lot, but it kind of lost me in like the second, third season. It started to lose me. Um, yeah, I think maybe really what I almost think is I think we might just be getting to that point of completely satiating the market with superheroes. I think so. I I, I feel like we're there. I'm actually surprised we've gotten this far because. <laughs> I kind of thought during the whole, like, the last big resurgence when we had all the all the Batman, or all the X-Men movies, and, like, your Fantastic Fours, and Silver Surfers, and all that shit. That was gonna be enough to kill I it? I kinda, yeah, I really did. I'm surprised it had a second wind in it. I mean, Well, I, I, I think that's I because... Honestly, I think it's because of the way Marvel took it. They kept they kept the superhero they kept the comic in comic book movies. Right. They, they didn't try to make them what they're not. And, and uh, you know, like I, I think that that's I think that that's kind of important to do is to still make them whole oh, fun and this, I don't know. But, but yeah, I, I definitely. and realism uh, is fine. Just don't make that the the premise. Well, gritty and realism is fine if it fits the character involved. You know, I mean, I can't imagine. You know, oh, you don't want to see a gritty and real Howard the Duck. <laughs> no, but like Punisher, Punisher as gritty and real works, or like. Deadpool, they nailed the character. Nailed it. 100% nailed the fucking character. Good job, guys. And it, I think had it been a PG-13 movie, it wouldn't have been nearly as good. Because you need him to be R-rated. But all in all, I think it's important that you consider what you're doing. Like, I really didn't like those Man of Steel movies and shit because they tried to make Batman, or they tried to make Superman like Batman. Oh, I'm dark and brooding and brr, look at me, I'm gonna destroy half the city. Oh, let, let me wash out all the color, bro. Yeah. Yeah, and th- that wasn't necessary. I mean, I don't know. But but I-, I kind of feel like we're at maybe the peak, and maybe we can start dwindling off on some of them, because... You're giving him like, too it's big not... of a budget, yeah. Well, I mean, some of them just kind of deserve to be left alone. I, I mean, did we need another set of Spider-Man movies? Uh, I don't think we did. Yeah, I, I don't. Did... I, I guess we're actually going to get finally get a Marvel Studios Spider-Man. It sounds like from Civil War, so that actually might have a chance to be better. But have you have, have you also noticed what the internet has noticed too? Every time they do Spider-Man, he gets younger and younger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so soon we're going to get Spider Babies. Like, that's the only thing that I think is kind of kind of disappointing about it is I think if they would uh, okay for instance like with the the Marvel I'm kind of excited that Black Panther might actually get a movie that'd be great because I think that's one of those second tier characters that could really shine because let's face it before Iron Man got his own movies and Robert Downey Jr. just like stole everybody's heart as that character nobody gave a fuck about Iron Man nobody cared so I kind of think they could do something like that again with some of the other characters that are in the wheel house I, if they just kind of do it yeah 
though I kind of I kind of felt Black Panther was kind of just a meh character in in the movie though. I thought he was I thought he was too gimmicky and not just not not the gimmicky nature of him like oh look I'm the king of a nation or thing. That that was kind of cool but like oh look I've got the suit and I'm like I'm tired of vibranium. We, we get, Captain America gets it that's enough. We don't Yeah, like, but that's kind of the only justification for how I thought that the smart way to do Black Panther would have been to do him in the I mean cuz he's basically like the phantom where people take up the mantra of the character and I think that's always the good way to do it. I think they should have focused on him in his environment, not drug him out. You know, I didn't see the point of that. Yeah, and and once again it was that whole I, I felt a lot of the Black Panther storyline was the, wait, I have something I have to tell you. And then like they drive off instead of yelling, hey, this is the information. I, you, you know, that, that I that's what I feel was the miss there. I'm like, no, just, just say it. I, I don't like plots right. that revolve around the basic idea that there's a misunderstanding because someone didn't finish saying something. I just, I really would have liked, I, like, that's one, like, for instance, like, that's a character I'd like to get his own chance. Like, I so desperately want this Wonder Woman movie to do well. Like, the same way I wanted the Green Lantern movie to do well. That is, like, that character is fucking poison now, and nobody's gonna touch for I know, they should have done, years. they should have done the, the, um, you know, the other Green Lantern movie that they were supposed to be doing with Nathan Fillion. But, <laughs> right. But, but he had I, I to be just, younger and edgier, apparently. I, I I just I just really really I just really wish that you know because there, there's so much in comics there's so many cool characters in comics there's so many cool things that don't necessarily have to be superheroes that I I kind of think you sort of need I mean or that would be nice to see um, like Sin City exactly or like Hellboys the Hellboy movies are pretty drastic departure I mean it, I think they're fantastic. Because they nailed the character and they understood it, and it's ridiculous. Because it's like, wait a minute, a demon that fights like with like with fucking mythology and that fights Nazis that has cats. What like what an amazing concept, you know? It's but they got the character right, and it's I don't know. I just I just want I just want them to to do better. I just want I just want them to maybe focus on other other things that aren't Spider Man and Wolverine and fucking. Like leave Batman alone for a while. Like why can't we just leave him alone? Yeah, that's what that's we... half the reason why I didn't care. I'm like, we just finished Batman movies. That's why I didn't care about the, the last string of Spider Man's like we just did Spider Man. I'm skipping these right. ones. Right. I I mean Do, do they connect to the overall the, the overall, you know, universe? No? Okay. Skipping them. I, I just you know, I just I just kinda think it'd be nice to see to see uh, you know, and the, then then you know they're talking about doing like an Aquaman movie, which I think would be pretty cool if they keep Aquaman in the water and keep, you know, they could actually make him cool. But because nobody's wanted to touch that for a while. Yeah, I don't so, know. I, uh, I, it just scares me who's doing it. That's the only thing. I don't know. That, that's what scares me about Aquaman. I, I think you have to make Aquaman fun. See, and I think I, if I they make Aquaman, I don't know if a gritty if Aquaman they, is. I mean, if you if you take it like Ant Man style, I could see that because um, Ant Man was a lot of fun. That was a fun movie. Yeah, it, um, it just needs. I don't know what it needs. It, that's. I I think you need to keep him in the water. I, yeah, I, think you I, need I to just keep don't. Him I'm just afraid water. that I don't know if the people that can make Superman, Dawn of Explosions, can can do Aquaman. I I agree. I I, I definitely agree. I mean, but... Steven Spielberg presents Aquaman! 
<laughs> and I think that's one of the advantages of some of the shit going to TV is I think it not being it has to prove itself for lack of better ways to like that's why Arrow got a second season because it proved itself or that's why Flash is kind of working out or like that Gotham TV series because ratings kind of matter and you can't just here's this huge budget and go you know what I mean I don't know yeah yeah I, yeah, I don't want like M. Night Shyamalan presents The Aquaman Man of the Aqua, that's what it would be. <laughs> man I, in the Lake. I just, the Man in the Lake. I, I, it's just one of those things that I, I'd like to see more of, or I'd like to see certain... I don't know. And then there's also like all these really interesting war comics that exist, and just there's more than just what we get, so I don't know. I, I, just, I think it might not be the worst thing in the world for superhero movies to go away for a while. Mm. Yes, let's bring back some good old-fashioned sci-fi. No kidding. Which, which that seems superhero movies seem to have absorbed. Well, I like like when the last like great sci-fi movie that everybody keeps referencing was like Interstellar. Yeah, which I actually still it's haven't like, seen. It's pretty worth it. I enjoyed it. I've been trying to stay away too much of the information. I know a little bit of it, and I and I hear the ending is kind of meh, but. Uh, it was all right. When I mean, you get I things like it. Prometheus out there, it kind of kills that genre too, doesn't it? Oh, and Prometheus was such a fucking. That was such a missed opportunity. Well, because I. But I guess I hear, which I guess is not really sci- science fiction as much, though I guess you could do it with this. There's supposed to be a. Sci fi is doing something with Brave New World. Well, that's always a good thing. Yeah, they're doing something with. And I'm not sure if it's like a movie or if it's like a miniseries or what they're doing. But I hear tell there's supposed to be a Brave New World something on on Siffy. And well, I mean, they did knock uh, the Wizard of Oz out of the park when they did that. That yeah. was pretty astounding. Yeah, they they yeah they did, and yeah, I, I really like the Alice in Wonderland one they did, and I, so yeah, I'm hoping that yeah that, that that they can do something with that. I I, I think like a three part miniseries would be the way I would go with it. I I think that'd be it. Yeah, I, no, I, I would. I, I, and and I know what you're gonna think when I say this, but I would, <laughs> I would like to see them try to do something like a like a Starship Troopers with it, and in, and and by that I mean like keep up like the propaganda aspect of like Brave New World. Like I'd like to see like the you know the like like the Henry Ford television program or whatever like snippet in the middle of it or or something to that effect. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see like the in-universe view of the universe. Not not like the us watching it, like the I, I would like to see the. Would you like to know more? The apparently they're apparently they're talking miniseries, like they may do like a eight eight episode series. Oh, that, that could that would be worth it, I think. See, and I, I think I think that's a great way to take it. Take something like that is let's let's go ahead and make that into you know make it a one shot deal on TV. Or yeah. make it, you know I think that's the way to do it. Yeah, I, I I would like to. The only way I could possibly describe what I'd like to see it look like, I would like to see it look like. A, if if Blade Runner lived in a clean world. <laughs> that's an amazing... You know, that's probably the best analogy of what Brave New World's world should look like. Yeah, like, what if... That, that, yeah, what... I, I want to picture it as Blade Runner, but clean. That That's actually... <laughs> You've never thought of Brave yeah. New World as being that, have you? <laughs> no, but that's an amazing way to take it, because I, I just never thought of that. But yeah, that's totally the way you should do it. I'd like to see... Because it, it was London, right? That was where it took place, right? Brave New World? I'm You know, I, I, I'm trying to think, actually. I, 
Yeah, because that sounds right. Because I, I know the... I know I'm going to have to read it like, before this happens. But, or I should read it and actually review it. Well, that, that could happen, too. Yeah, that, that's the thing that should probably happen. Um... But I, I I don't know, man. I I'd like to, I agree with you that. Or can we just adapt more books? Like, why don't we just do more of that? That could be fun. I mean, like that, that'd be great. Well, you know, and I and I saw only I only saw the first episode of it, but I did see the first episode of the Man the High Castle, the Philip K. Dick oh, one. Oh yeah. Which yeah, how was that? Well, like I said, sadly, I only saw the first one. It, it looked interesting, and I mean, I I'm hoping that they maybe are using that as kind of a reference point. I, like I said, I haven't gone past a little bit of it, but maybe that's what they're going to do, something like that with the Brave New World one. I mean, the key the key to Brave New World is make sure everyone loses in the end. Well, that, yeah, pretty much. I, and I'm afraid, that's the only thing I'm afraid of. There can't be a winner. Wait, you mean, you mean they can't do it like that almost really good 1984 movie that's out there? Like, <laughs> where it's almost really good until the end, and then they really fuck it up at the end? Yeah, yeah. Because that's almost, that's almost spot yeah, on. Yeah, it was, it was such a close kind of like... It was close, but like he he wasn't he wasn't O'Brien. He was like O'Shanahan or something like that. O'Ma- O'Malley. That's what it was. It, and, it was like and, that one was like the. It was as cl- I thought that they did such a good job of picking what to put in and what you know yeah. like, like take the important parts and let's make it and like let's the the whole atmosphere and then you know it was like to me it was a step away of like. You know, fucking Foghorn Leghorn coming out with a big sunshiny banner at the end and being like, Hello, my baby! Hello, my honey! Hello, my ragtime! Yeah! Like, this is not how this book is. Yeah, like, they they give you this weird, like, sense of hope at the end? Yeah. It's like, have you... How familiar are you? That had to be... That had to be a change. You know what I mean? Like, they... they, There has to be a real ending to that movie. And then, like, the focus groups or somebody demanded that they change. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, and I might try to catch that again, because it was... There was so much right about it. Like, like ev- everyone was ugly in it. Uh, there was a lot of ugly, naked, hairy people. There- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you ever wanted to see John Hurt, like, naked, really yeah. naked and really and I thought ugly. He was, and, and yeah, and I thought he was a good call. Like, he is kind of how I pictured Winston looking. Right, And I'm like, right. oh, yeah, because... Because, you know, the way they always described everyone in 1984 was, you know, they always described them as looking 20 years older than they actually were. You know, like everyone, everyone had the, the look of just broken that. Oh, yeah. It's like the most, like, it's like everybody in there was so like, we've been beaten down by the state's propaganda and beliefs and this tyrannical, like, been under the foot of tyranny for so long. Yeah, it, that's that's totally what they did. That. Yeah, and, and, and it, it just felt like i said it felt so close to what i wanted and then the and like the ending fucked it up for me so bad yeah and i like said i need to watch that again too it's just i just remember being like oh oh that's that's how it ends um i i just i i i need (laughs) i i just need a patrick stewart version of it because there was that little two-part episode in star trek that was just 1984 (laughs) Well, okay, if there could be any book that you could see a Patrick Stewart television adaptation of, what would it be? Um, uh, A Christmas Carol. Oh, damn it. Uh, (laughs) See, I think he could do it. That already happened. He he could do (laughs) it. 
Actually, there there was a version of it. There was a uh, uh, Hamlet, Patrick Stewart. That was good. Yeah. That was really I, good. Th- my only complaint was I wish they would have gone less play with it. Like, I wish there would have been a little bit more. A, just, yeah, just a little more production value. Well, you saw the you saw the Macbeth he did, too. Oh, that one was... Actually, that might be what I was thinking of. Never mind. That is, uh, is it. Yeah, because he did Macbeth. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Excuse me, yeah. But, and, and where it was like World War World War One Macbeth or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was cool as fuck. Yeah, that, that's why I wish there was just a little bit more to that one because it was such a cool idea, and I just I just wanted a little more. Um, I uh, see, and I I think I think if I could have Patrick Stewart do anything, like part of me wants to say King Lear because how can you go wrong with him, like with him and King Lear? But I think he'd do an awesome old man in the sea. Oh yeah, I really do. He's an old man. Well, no, just because he like had, could. Well, I mean, he's Patrick Stewart. He can do almost fucking anything. Um. You know, listeners, I wish you could see this struggle that is silently happening with the webcam on the other end here, because there have been there have been fights and struggles, but there this this webcam fight going on over here is is something well, to behold. It's the silent battle in the background that that's what makes Borch Stanigan great. It's Borch Stanigan is kind of like you know. It, it it's it, it's like all it's kind of like you know most indie side scroller video games nowadays where something really cool is happening in the background but we ignore it all. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight with that. <laughs> like there's a better video game in the background of all these weird indie side scrollers but we don't address them at all we're like i actually watched a playthrough i we brought this up a long time ago i told you that there was this weird indie game called papers please right where the idea was you were you're basically like it, the, the 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 guy that ran the the uh the uh, uh what's what's the word i'm looking for like the uh guy i don't want to say border guard because that sounds like it's a better game but like the the guy who gets to decide, you know, if if your passport's valid between like, okay, like between so, like so, so Oceania like the, and the, the Eurasia, border, basically. Oh, uh, the border the border clerk, basically. Yeah. Like the the idea is you, you're base you're basically uh, the uh, the the border clerk between Oceania and Eurasia because it's like it's like this weird dystopian like like bureaucratic simulator and and the premise is you have to like based on you know you know crazy rules and and you know other sort of dystopian you know mentalities choose who gets to come into your country and it gets so you have to like compare paperwork and check check ids and, and like interrogate i know it's like you're like what but like the world that they build to set this up is amazing and i actually watched an hour-long playthrough of it and i'm like wow is this such a cool idea yeah <laughs> Like, I want to see the... If anything needs to be turned into a movie... If any video game needs it, it's not Tomb Raider, it, it's not, like, a, Assassin's Creed, it's not Mortal Kombat, it's Papers, Please. That has the rich tapestry needed for <laughs> for cinema. I, I know I told you about this game, but look it up again because you forgot because of your, your some drug abuse. <laughs> See, and I, I, I'm just upset that they fucked up the Max Payne storyline so bad. You know, like that was a that, that had a lot of potential, and that got fucked up the ass. Yeah, I don't. Uh. 
<laughs> I just like the concept of like, so you're a nameless, faceless drone in a in a tyrannical regime, and you're gonna be the one that you're gonna be the one that everybody like tells everybody how to live their life, or like, or I just want to check the paperwork. Yeah, it, yeah, because it's, it's, like, it's like you know. Do you, cause like the, the premise is, the reason why you want to get everything correct is because, one, if you, if you mess up three times, you, you presumably, you get taken into a room and don't come out. So whatever that means. Oh. <laughs> you know, but the idea is you have a family of four and, you know, you got chosen by the lottery to have a job. And this is your job. This is so much better. So yeah, you're right. That is so much more interesting. Yeah, and you got chosen to have this job, and you're trying to make just enough money to keep the, the power on and to keep yourself warm and and fed. That that's what you're doing, and your job. <laughs> but then you are literally put into a job that people have in real life. <laughs> <laughs> just without you know the tyrannical regime and i mean the logo for it looks vaguely ingsoc like and like you know there's all of these kind of like pseudo you know western european names for countries and they're talking about a war and there's like you hear something about a serial killer and you get all these snippets of stuff but you're like do you want to play a good guy and like let the people in that need to be let in and let the people out that need to be, you know, be let out or turn or should i turn away the the guy that obviously has the paperwork to get in but is a bad guy but all this means i fail in my life and you know my entire family is gonna be destroyed it is like literally like the most realistic video game ever invented but also probably equally as boring as real life and i'm like man if i can pick this up for five bucks i might but because it is so fascinating that it exists and everything it's 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 a lot like one of those games that I, I would just much prefer to watch be played than actually play it that's funny that's cool though that's a fucking cool ass idea yeah it, and it's like it is a really well selling game which is which is nice but it's just i don't know it's it, it would might make a better mobile game like something you get on like on a, on a handheld that you could I think it's I'm I'm looking I'm looking it up because it's like, a Steam you got me game, all yeah, it's, by this thing. It's, it is fascinating. Yeah, it's basically out for everything now. No, is it? Yeah. It, <laughs> what yeah, yeah, no, this is a yeah. twenty possible endings? Wow. Huh. That's cool. So it's actually like a strategy game in which you use strategy. Yeah, like the goal is you have to like try to you know and there is sort of I believe I don't I I know there's some sort of time, there's sort of a time limit on it, but you don't, like, you have to get it done before your shift is over, so there is a counting clock, and so if you spend too long, you know, looking over one person, you don't, you don't get it, you don't get enough done in the day, so, like, you either get penalized for it, or you, I don't, I don't get paid per person you get, you, you, you interrogate, but. <laughs> so, so are you the cog in the wheel that pushes, that pushes this, yeah, or are it's... you the, uh. It's like you are like you are like basically the henchman to a better story. Yeah, you know you're huh. you're you're you're, one, you're a Bond villain's you know nameless faceless drone. Always kind of wanted because there's always that guy in the Bond movies that's like you know like where he's like frantically hitting all the beeping lings with the levers and shit, and he's like you know oh god, we're like I've always wanted to like what's that guy's story? Is it, <laughs> what what happened? Oh, the fucking boss set up this ridiculous, easily escapable total elaborate death trap and the, the spy escape we shot at him and missed inexplicably now i'm here yeah it, 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 that's what this game is about it, it, it is you know 
it tells and once again it tells so much story without actually like hitting you over the face like hey hey things are bad hey it doesn't scream at you you just have to kind of you know you have to piece it together but it doesn't go go as far as like hiding it all from you to the point of being like you know narcissistic about its story like i oh fuck i can't think of what it's called but there's this one game there's one indie game where uh oh fuck what was it what is it called um the mountain (laughs) the mountain mountain? (laughs) oh there was that (laughs) you're where you're a mountain floating floating in an ocean that that ponders its existence yeah yeah like why am i here and bird flies by or whatever why are you no not that not that level of uh of of pompous introspective but um Oh, I'm going to think of the name of it in a second. Give me uh, Inside. Inside. was the, yeah, I know, right? The game's called Inside. Right. What's it about? I have no idea what it's about. Well, that's a very good question. <laughs> oh, is it one of those? It's, it, once again, it's an indie side-scroller because, you know, I believe it's made by the same guys that did Limbo, so you're so you're a, you know, a big-headed child in a scary world. Ah. But... But the basic premise of it was that for whatever reason you exist and you're running from some sort of faceless, nameless government that, and as you're going through it, you have to solve like, you have to solve like little puzzles, sort of like get the things over here so you can pass to the next level kind of area puzzles. But so I guess side scrolling puzzler is, is the genre, but you do this, there's these weird like hats that are around that, and, and by weird hat, I don't mean they're like fuzzy or covered in fruit. Uh, some sort of helmet. <laughs> I know, right? Once again, may, might have been a better game. But you put these hats on, and there are these weird, like, drone zombie things, people, that when you put it on, it gives you, you assume direct control over them, and they're, like, somewhere in the background or whatever, and they can pull things or jump things, and eventually you control more, more than one of them, and you have to, like, oh, look, I have to make this mass of people, you know, pull this giant box so I can get to wherever. And and as this keeps going on, at one point in time, like the, all these hat things are tethered to there, but inexplicably you rip one off and still can use it after a point. And you start, and as you start going on, these weird I, I, I can only call them zombies in the fact that they're brainless. I don't know what automatons, perhaps. And you get the sense that they are at, at some point in time alive. And these automatons start appearing to be more and more decrepit as you go on through the game. And there are mermaids for whatever reason. <laughs> well, there's always mermaids for whatever reason. Yeah, but they want to kill you. But and like you die, but then like one of them brings you back to life or something, and then you turn into a giant blob and terrorize the town. Yeah, and there are like government researchers and like weird industry things and like giant numbers on walls and. You're assuming that this is probably an interesting story, whatever it is. <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> there, there's buttworms. Buttworms play a role at one point. Yes, I said the phrase buttworms. <laughs> you just want to say buttworms one more time? Buttworms. And there are dogs that attack you and like weird like barbed wire chain like chain launcher doodads and oppression and everything is a different shade of gray and or brown so like on the on the the level of banjo on, on a scale of banjo kazooie and abe's Oddworld weird how 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 weird does it fit in um you know it's once again, it's like, man, we have a cool story to tell, but we only have $20,000 and also no ability to write. 
Ah. So we made this instead. You know, in lieu of payment, I drew you a picture of a spider. Weird. <laughs> and, like, I want it to be, you know, indie game. Dear indie games. <laughs> I know what you want to do, and I'm glad you're doing it. And there are a few of them out there that are great. But once again, I, I know the rule in good storytelling is show, don't tell. But you actually have to tell a story for that to be meaningful. Don't let us look at cool backgrounds and hope. You know, maybe, maybe try a little harder. You don't have to beat us over the face with it. But vagueness is good in some occasions, but not that vague, you know? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You know, you don't... Just, you know... <laughs> it's... D d d indie games, please stop, like... Please, I, I get it. You're you're a side scroller because that's your like because because that code has been cracked and now they're running rampant. And, and I'm sure 15 years from now we're gonna have like you know indie triple A games, but there's gonna be like sec tuple A games after that. So I, I get it that you're always gonna be a step behind. I understand. That's cool. That's cool. But. You know, there's always that question of can video games be art? I think they can be, but don't try to emulate what you think art is. You have to, under you have to understand art before your game can be art. Yeah, stop, stop trying to like, oh yes, this is art. Don't be Tim Burton. Well, on that same hand, though, like, can't we all just agree with, like, Metal Gear Solid, for instance? Like, okay, we get it. <laughs> we get that you want to have, like, compelling twists and things, and that, you know, Solid Snake was a superior clone of Liquid Snake, and... He's hoping to be Gas was, Snake, yeah. Yeah, that, like, there's... There's Plasma Snake out there. a clone of this, and... Like, he was the best soldier, but then he's this, and now he's old, but he's, like, actually was this personal. Just, come on. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, like I said, just because something is arty doesn't make it art. <laughs> very, very good point. Just... <laughs> Just because it's a fighting game character's backstory doesn't mean we need to explore that world. Exactly. Some things just are, and let them be. <laughs> See? Dear Inside, Papers Please did it correctly. You didn't. You get, get outside, perhaps. Also, Dear Inside, your water physics make no goddamn sense. <laughs> Do you even water, bro? It's a very good point. Uh, just, you know. Uh, I don't know how we got on this rant. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know how I got on this rant. I almost know, I don't know if this rant should make it in. Jordy, uh, do you want to rant about I, I something? Uh, I can. Would you like me yes, to? Yes, rant about... I know, I rarely ask you to. But do it! <laughs> I don't know that I can do it. I don't know that I can do it in this short term without any kind of notice or or, or, or any of these sorts Dude, of things. Cody, what grinds but, your uh, gears? You know what really grinds my gears? Whatever... Whenever you're sitting there and and you and somebody brings up the whole like, well, you got to pick the lesser of two evils things on the certain the current political structure. 
That really grinds me to a fucking halt, because it's like, really? We've decided that the best two choices are gonorrhea and syphilis, as if those two are going, in the current political structure, are going to really truly make that sort of a difference. Whenever it's like, wow, there's all sorts of midterm senatorial elections, and all sorts of local elections that actually directly impact far more than what everybody has decided is the most important thing of all time. And furthermore, with the current, the current one that we have going, we've decided that we have, you know, the fucking Antichrist and Satan himself running whenever nobody will nobody will actually admit that neither one of these two are the institution and that they're just as bad as anybody else that's been in front of them. But we've decided for some reason that these are the worst ones ever. And they're only the worst ones ever until the next worst ones come along and everybody's just going to go back into their same, like, menial apathy and not give two shits for, till for another four years whenever they can decide oh, no, it is okay that the government's been extorting, extorting me through taxes and slowly taking away my rights and and then we'll then we'll get fired up about it again and then they won't care again for another four years no see some of that argument seemed to almost be like copy and pasted for what you could say about the world cup as well though i (laughs) I don't know enough about the world cup to you know okay no one cares about it until four years roll around and we have a we have a team in it and then we're all fired up about it and then it doesn't really matter anymore and it's you know corrupt is the World Cup corrupt? Is there a problem with the corruption in the cup? Yes, there is a. <laughs> it, it is a gilded cup, not a World Cup. I was unaware. I was unaware of the cru- cup corruption. Cor- corruption. Indeed. For... Indeed. <laughs> um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do we need to big band out of this? Oh, so we can actually do what we were gonna do. I. We um, might. We've got an hour and a half of this. Oh, is it important? Do we see the throw? Is this? Has this all been the end bit at the end of it? Do that. Okay. So, so, like, so what? Do we need like three seconds of an intro? Do we need an intro and then an outro? And then this, this is all going to be after that? Is that what this is going to be? Yep. Is this right here also going to be part of it? Or do I cut this out? I, uh, no, no, no. I think this should all be okay, part so of it. Okay. So even, even right here. Especially right here. Like, like, I, like, I'm so meta. Even this podcast. Yes, I got gotcha. you. Uh, <clears throat> Hey everybody, and welcome to another week of board shenanigans. As always, I'm joined by the venerable Reverend Ryan Brewer, a man with a nose so big it can smell things far away. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I have no Would you like a take two on that? <laughs> let's let's go with a take two I, because even I don't want to listen to you fail that bad in intro. We have standards here in board shenanigans. Goddamn <laughs> you. Uh. <laughs> Give us a new countdown. All right. Three, two, one.